Odin, 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 Odin. Well, that never quite caught on, did it? Jamie? Yep. Let's go watch The Decline of Western Civilization, Part 2, colon, The Metal Years. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. It is here where we um, review, I guess you could say, a movie of the 80s. We talk about it, uh, deeply discuss it. Uh, It is myself, Jamie Lorello, and the other half is DP McCambridge. That's Um, why we can play all that trademark music at the end of our episodes, because we're reviewing. uh, You know, this is a review. It's all fair use. So, yeah, yeah. I think it would be great if we just called ourselves a movie review (laughs) podcast. (laughs) It's clearly what happens. At the very end, we're like, did we like it? I don't know, kind of. So that counts as a review. There you go. There you go. It's an in-depth analysis. Sometimes we're a little off topic, but um, it should be entertaining, right? For those, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not entertaining to you, something's wrong. <laughs> we're not saying with you, but yeah, there's if a you're glitch not in enter- the matrix. If, <laughs> right. if it's not, if you're not yeah. entertained, the show is not doing what it is intended to do. Exactly. Oh exactly. my. Well, and so here we are on our fourth year anniversary. Four years. Wow. We've been doing this for four years and it really has. It's been a, it's been a lovely, lovely ride. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. Oh, did you, did well, you I swiped my computer thing? No, no. If you do this, you know, the swipe on the keyboard there, how it, or the pad here, it's never mind. I, We're don't, okay. I don't type on the keyboard like I'm playing a piano. <laughs> Mozart. So I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Swiping your keyboard. No, there was a. We're okay. Was it a small? Was there like a, a hair on it, and you had to yes. wipe it. Oh, that's and it. I was, okay. Yeah, yeah. My uh, hair is longer yes. now, so it's it's it sheds more. I can only imagine the amount of shedding that these gentlemen um, in these bands had to experience because when they are playing and singing like. There were the, there was this one quick scene of these two guys playing guitar back to back, and it was just this huh. blonde and black hair meeting and just kind of like intertwining in each other's faces. Yeah, yeah. And it and was even at the one point where the guy dumps beer on their head. I'm like, that has to be terrible. Are they? Oh yeah, because now it's in your hair. But they're I think they're too drunk to care and too revved up to I guess. say, I... yuck, it's beer in my hair. I don't know. You got to think that if the whole goal of this is women, which it appears to be, mm. that maybe after the show, if they get a bunch of beer in their hair, they might want to shower. But it seems like the hair routine is quite it's intense. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Like if, yeah, because you if, know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah. Let's go. Back I'd be stage. pissed There'll if someone. Here yeah. Soon. Why are you dumping beer in my head? Right. I got some good hair happening right now. Yeah. Uh, whatever. They you know what? They're in a documentary. They're happy. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, like they're getting said, all the attention. They're too drunk or stoned to even know 
what's happening. To really get upset about anything. I right? know. And who knew Aerosmith was so boring? <laughs> <laughs> they were the most boring people right? on the planet Earth. They're not floating in a pool, dumping vodka in their faces. They're not. My biggest issue from this, and maybe, you know, I did see that there's a Blu-ray of this. I didn't look into special features. I want to see entire interviews with some of these people. I want to watch <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne make an entire breakfast. I want to see. It was a sloppy breakfast, let's be honest. <laughs> I think he when definitely burnt the eggs. orange juice all over the counter going, I don't do drugs anymore. It's like, this is bonkers. <laughs> And then uh, he barely cooks his bacon. I don't know if you Just, observed that. <laughs> that bacon was going to be eaten raw. <laughs> it's all floppy. It's just a hot He looks mess. like such a baby. Like, he no, looks like he, such a but baby. But I have to say that I, I could see why someone would watch Ozzy in this documentary and then be like, yeah, he should have his own show. He would oh, do well. <laughs> yes. I mean, he is, and this documentary was, what, over 30 years ago. Yeah. He is on the precipice of becoming that strange old grandpa that he was. Yeah. In that you could series. smell the reality TV on him. You're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, when that hits, you're going to be a part of that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Because he was. About... He was entertaining. Where... Oh, oh, my God. He's wildly entertaining. Yeah. And that accent helps, of course, a ton. Right. Because he's like, it's bloody hard work to be in a band. Bloody hard. Yeah. (laughs) He was the most entertaining, I think, of the older rock stars. Oh, there is is layers of entertainment. Alice Cooper was fairly boring. He did make some pretty good jokes, but... Yeah, but Alice Cooper was interesting because first it was Alice Cooper, so he's got his coops, you know, that makeup thing that he's got. And, like, at one point, he's like... One point, I think he's next to a, a noose, yep. and he's just standing there doing an interview. Um, another he time, just he's has sitting. Legs. Yeah, and just he's legs. sitting real awkwardly. Yeah, just like a mannequin legs <laughs> sticking up out of the stage. <laughs> oh yeah, they God. put him in some weird. Okay, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Before we do this, before we do this, uh, folks, I have to shout out a new patron. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to get in. I didn't even review. Right. No, 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 Our no, no, anniversary no. is a wonderful thing, and we have so many good. I do have some recommendations will, for yes. our past at the, year. At the that end we can of the show, the we'll end. throw out yeah. some. Yeah. Perfect. Anyway, uh, Christian Oxentine or Oxentine. Sounds okay. like a drug, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, he's our newest patron, and only because I finally wrote this stuff down. Good I job. am going to tell everyone who's not a patron yeah. what they get because oh. on the day this comes out, May 31st, yep. Tomorrow, for all patrons, you will receive our latest bonus episode of Commando. Ooh, it was a good one. It was mm-hmm. really fun. It was yeah. pretty fun uh-huh. to discuss Commando. And Christian also instantly gets our episode on Haunted Honeymoon, mm. Under the Cherry Moon, Ugh. Cabbage Patch Kids Christmas, One Magic Christmas, where oh, so good was an angel Steve. teaches a woman that she needs more Christmas spirit by yeah. murdering her entire family. Yeah. If you want Christmas spirit in July or, or in the summer, go for it. Yes. Go for it. I mean, you can wait till July. Just wait till July for those episodes. <laughs> also, Silver Bullet. Oh, fun. such a fun, such a fun episode mm-hmm. that was. Yeah. Uh, our episode on the great outdoors. 
Oh, that too. Yeah. The he doesn't Hollywood love that movie. Nights, which I oh. kind of totally forgot about. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot we it's did Tony that. Danza, right? Wasn't yep. Tony? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, He-Man and She-Ra Christmas. Oh, may the power of Grayskull be with you. <laughs> House on Sorority Row. Oh, jeez. And we started off this whole patron thing oh. with Blame It on Rio. That should so, tell you right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. And thankfully, that's on Patreon because if it wasn't, we would probably be thrown in jail just for having watched <laughs> that movie and then talked about it's it. Disturbing. Also, you will get our Q&A episode, which mm. uh, I've just taken off of our main feed. I like to keep that like show numbers for the oh, main yeah, feed. So I yeah. took that off, threw it on Patreon and our Handshake 5. Oh, that's a fun one, too. So if you're counting, which I wasn't, that's somewhere I'm going to say between 13 and 20 extra episodes. It's a good handful. It's a good handful. It is a good handful. That is hours of content. And just so you know, the moment you decide to Patreon us at $5 or more, you know, you can give us whatever you want. (laughs) You unlock all of that content. You unlock it. Like Pandora's box. It is unleashed upon you. You cannot put it back in the box. Uh-oh. When you're done, no, and there will be more uh, new patron Patreon episodes to come. So consider donating to the show. Um, it's a fun you know, thing. Yeah, we you know we always thank our listeners for listening to the show, but our patrons are clearly thanking us for doing this work. Do, should we call this work? This work, yeah. I mean, if these bands could call what they do work, then I think that we could call this work. You know what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. If that one guy says that playing music in a club is his job, I guess this is my job. <laughs> yeah, no, it's All a right. big circle of gratitude when it comes yes. to the patrons and us because it's we appreciate them and they appreciate us. Yeah. No, thank you so much, yeah. Christian, for being our newest um, donor our newest patron and uh, everybody else go to patreon.com slash good times, great movies, at least check it out. At least see what's there. You don't have to sign up or or pledge us anything to Mm -mm. see what's there. No, just look at it. So if you've forgotten that I said, we talked about cabbage patch kids Christmas, it'll all come flooding. You'll see when you see that it's, when you see it's on that episode list. Oh yeah. All right. So for this episode, Mm -hmm. we reached out to everybody as we do with our anniversary episodes and we gave you choices. We did. We kind of left it in your hands a bit. And I think we were open. We were hoping for the garlic documentary. There's a great little documentary about garlic that I'm interested in. I mean, my breath stinks of garlic right now. Actually, I had some pesto for dinner. I'm not going to lie. Just a big bowl of pesto. (laughs) That's what I had three days ago, mind you. And it still is garlic in my face. But uh, yes, but that's not, we didn't watch. That's not what the audience is getting. That's not what they chose. I was excited about that because I saw that it's like 36 minutes long. You're like, we're (laughs) going to breeze through that. Uh, but no, we're not talking about the gar- Although we did say that we might do it as a Patreon <laughs> And we may. Because I feel like I gotta watch that. I know. I should not have watched the trailer or else I'd just be like, I don't know. I'm sure it wasn't interesting. It was probably just about how to grow garlic. Not some guy singing a garlic <laughs> song in what looked like a hotel room. <laughs> Can we just talk about the garlic documentary? Let's talk about the garlic trailer. (laughs) That'll be our episode. 
Listen, listeners, we made you vote, but and we watched the movie you wanted us to, but we're still not going to talk about it, okay? Yeah, I couldn't figure out on Twitter how to rig a poll. So so that did not win. That got absolutely crushed by the other two choices. What did end up winning is the longest title for a movie that we've done. I will try and get through it. It's called The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2, colon... The Metal Years. Correct. Attention, everybody! Alice Cooper, Aerosmith. Dude, look like lady. Kiss. This movie is about groups, metal, guitars, girls. Ozzy Osbourne and Poison, the megastars and the rising stars of metal. I'm going to be a rock star. I want to be a rock star. I want to be a rock star. Good luck to Mr. Trinity. You wish I was. To be a rock and roll star is the greatest thing in the world. Then you've got things like divorces, management repulse, fatigue, drugs. Rock and roll. Why do they do it? I'm in it for the money. <laughs> no, no, I, a headbanger is someone that drives by in their car and goes, Melody! How do they make a living? Um, I'm a professional musician. I don't work. I can't stand it. We don't work. This is, we play music. We are not role models for your life. And why do they get all the girls? Because they have good music and yeah, yeah, really. they're good looking. And what about the groupies? I like to call them the fleas and ticks of rock and roll. But what do they really want to be? I would say happy. I'm a happy camper. The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2. The Metal Years. Better than sex, better than anything in the world you could ever do. If you know anything about this series of documentaries, there are three of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first one was about punk music. Right. And that came out in 81, I think. Mm -hmm. And this is 88. Mm -hmm. And the other one's the 90s, so we'll never talk about it. We're not going to cover it. Let's just, you know, let's call this a, what's not a trilogy? What's two of them? A dose. A dose. Yep. Let's. Just, this is not a trilogy. It's a dose. Um, oh, this is directed by the director of Wayne's World. Yeah, party time. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. Which is I, I don't know. That's such. A, I haven't seen that movie in so long. But that's such. Oh, a but it makes movie. sense, so and it fun. makes sense that she would be hanging out, inter- interested in this vibe of people, and then yeah. her work on, on Wayne's World. She also oh. directed Black Sheep with Chris Farley. But, oh, um, my. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ooh. I didn't dig that deep. Yeah. I went, oh, she yeah. made Suburbia, which, again, is another movie I remember liking, but I haven't yeah. seen in a very mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. And she made Wayne's World, and I love Wayne's World so yeah. much. Sure. I wish it was an 80s. It's not. It's 90s, or we'd cover it in the show. I know. I know. And you know she just called Alice Cooper and was like, hey, it's Penelope. Uh, (laughs) You remember you were in that documentary while I'm doing this thing? It's like a Saturday Night Live thing. Can you just show up for one scene? And he's great in ways. He was happy to, of course. Alice, is this cool? Yeah, come on in. Sorry to bother you, but we have to come and tell you how much we really enjoyed the show, didn't we, Garth? (laughs) Oh, thanks. We're not mental or anything, so don't be afraid. My name is Wayne, and this is Garth. (laughs) Nice to meet you guys. So, do you come to Milwaukee often? Well, I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. 
The French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with the Native Americans. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. I was not aware of that. I think one of the most interesting aspects of Milwaukee is the fact that it's the only major American city to have ever elected three socialist mayors. Does this guy know how to party or what? Huh? Huh? Alice Cooper and I share a birthday, in case anybody wants to know. All right. Yeah, well, now people know when your birthday is if they uh-huh. know when Alice Cooper's birthday <laughs> <That's> is. <true. laughs> they, they can find out his birthday on IMDb and then just understand when it's yours. And then just parallel that shit. So let's talk about this movie. This movie is a documentary. Yes. Now, were you into heavy metal at all? Were you? Did you dabble in any of it? Was I was not. No, which, any of it. Which I haven't. I had not seen this documentary beforehand. Mm -hmm. I'd seen the first one um, Mm -hmm. because in that one there are, you know, she talks to bands like Fear and Black Flag. I think she talks to Black Flag. I'm not sure. But those are bands that I like. I enjoy punk music more than this. I knew a lot of people that loved Poison. Yeah. I just never, I never heard much of it. Gotcha. A lot of people my age that was that were really into this had older siblings that and were really them into that this. got it into it yeah yes yeah yeah that's yeah, that what makes i sense. found yeah what about you yeah i guess because my brother was not my older brother he was more of the like r&b hip-hop um but my aunt was very much like she still is loves motley Crue. my aunt that's okay. kind of like you know and um i went through a phase where i liked some of it but like literally like the hair bands not the men not like megadeth and like Odin. i don't know a bunch of these bands but i liked aerosmith nobody knows and I odin yeah odin's wikipedia <laughs> summary was a paragraph and a light paragraph at that <laughs> Aw, poor Odin. Like what That they old guy to? loved Odin. He oh, <laughs> that creepy old guy that was in charge the the uh what, what was his is, name? What is going on with that guy? What is What is happening? going on with that guy and why he wasn't he arrested for underage his, his name's Gazari. Oh yeah, or Bill Gazari. The godfather wow. of rock and roll, what he calls I don't, himself. He's that was very troubling. Yes. See, just seeing him once was troubling enough, but then going, oh, wait, this is what he does? Yeah, yeah. This is his thing? It is his thing. I don't like it. No, I'm uncomfortable like it. by it. Mm-hmm. At the yeah. end, when he's that whole dance contest that they have oh, is disturbing. Oh, my God. And I, his interactions in it is, are right. beyond disturbing. I mean, this this documentary is... I mean, it's like an hour 30, but the last five minutes are credits. Did we need that dancing? Like, why? That was my biggest issue with this documentary is it didn't it didn't stay on course. And I understand that that was probably the intent of this. But you didn't need any of that competition. I mean, that had nothing to do with metal. That just led up to a terrible Odin performance. (laughs) It did lead up to some bad Odin performance. Yeah, um, I could have watched the people, just the the regular quote unquote kids being interviewed. I could have had another oh, yeah, ten minutes yeah. of that. I would have yeah. loved that. Yeah, or like but we said before, this. we you know for the patrons, we talked about Ozzy for five minutes. Like, give me more Ozzy. I would take that. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
I have a disease called alcoholism and drug, 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 drug dependency. I know, but they, I, I don't know if that was her, that was like meant to be her commentary on their treatment of, even more so on their oh. treatment of women and, and she yeah. wanted that to stay in for that purpose. I mean, th- definitely when you're done watching this documentary, and I think this was the case even after it came out, like you definitely have a sort of an unpleasant taste in your mouth for heavy metal and this whole culture yeah. of... And it's pretty gross. Watching it now and like in my... Pers- it felt like when I went to New Orleans for the first time, I went in for spring break, like sure. senior year in college, and I was in, I was in a very like feminist, girl power, you know, strong women phase, which... Well, whatever. Uh, anyway, I was, I was, I had the short hair, and I was really like, you know, I short. I had hair. that super pixie cut, and I just like, you know. So, but but when we went to New Orleans, and the late the the girls were doing their booby flashing and all that stuff for the beads, I would get so angry and so upset that I couldn't enjoy. Like New Orleans does have a lot of cool culture and a lot sure. of great things to see and when we went outside of that I did enjoy but but I was getting so angry at what I was seeing in New Orleans that I didn't enjoy it and that was what was happening for me in this music like again not that this is music necessarily that I even enjoy it's not my personal taste but you could see some of these guys had talent obviously they did Uh but what I was hearing and all this mojo all this layer on top was just giving me such a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Like, there were times when I was, like, almost disgusted, like, pissed that we were watching this. I'm like, why are we, what? But then at other times I was enlightened. I was like, wow, this really puts into perspective why people in the 80s, like, and then those dudes all had to grow up, and now they're all, (laughs) they're like, well, how did that affect? How did that it's amazing. Seed in our culture trickle yeah. down into where we're at now. Because it did. It yes. definitely did. It is interesting. I, I can't imagine how interesting it would have been at the time. In like it, right. Yeah, like if you're into it, I could see how you could love it. But this is kind of why I love documentaries is as long as you're watching them or they're about something that happened a long time ago, you yeah. sort of are able to get that closure. So I really enjoyed reading that the guy who the guy in the hot tub who wanted to kill himself, like he's a truck driver now. Is he? Yes. Oh, he would be so pissed at himself. I know. Because wasn't that one of their? I don't know if it was that band, but one of the bands was like, "No, man, I couldn't work for an, a company. I couldn't work for like that was part of all their things." Yeah, I was gonna say when you say one of the bands, it was all it of was the all bands. of them. Yeah, they, they couldn't work for the man. Yeah, they right, were all right. proud that they had never held down an, yes. a real job. I enjoyed when she asked them all the question about what if you don't make it. And they're all like, what? What if you don't make it as a rock star? Oh, I will. But what if you don't? In 10 years, what are you going to be doing? See, I, I will, though. See. What if you don't make it? I, but I will. I will make it. For sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to quit until I do. The main key is perseverance. And I will persevere. That question is not in my mind. That was the attitude, too. You just don't put that in your head. But then, interestingly enough, like, that was, like, Stephen Tyler's advice was, like, yeah, we just worked so hard we knew we weren't going to not make it. Plus, you have an amazing plastic face. 
Steven Tyler. <laughs> and stop tying scarves to your mic stands, everybody. That's yeah, we his all thing. know that you're Robin, and but I like it. He's like kind of like oh whatever. It oh, didn't, like, wasn't he one of the ones that was like oh. you know I feel like it's paying me some honor and it's fine. All of the. I mean, all of the big ones were like, whatever, if, they, if they're if they stealing our stuff, if they're, yeah, who cares? They don't care. They've made their money. Like, they don't right, care. Right. But I also love how a lot of the other bands would not acknowledge that. Yeah. Why do you put those uh, scarves on your microphone stand? So I can wipe my nose, blow my nose. First, it starts out and you're just, I'd, I had a hard time focusing, like, like oh my God, I gotta take notes on this, because it's so much hair the hair on these gentlemen it's did you did you lose your mind when that little kid oh Oh my god i left so i had to pause it because i was like if if any if she's saying anything worthwhile i cannot keep it together i can't just have to look at this kid and get it out of my system Uh because i know he'll be back on later yeah he's like this tiny little version of all of them it was that was Bonkers. bonkers and when she's trying to have him do the devil horns yeah, later, he can't, yeah. he can't do it yeah index and middle finger <laughs> oh. and what is with that woman in the office sitting there oh, and she's the like a probation officer oh yeah that the probation first of all she looks more like a man than most of these men do because yeah. she has like they are some of them are very beautiful they look like women at one point i write in my notes this woman is hard to look at because she is (laughs) because she's so angry when she brings out the the whip the things that they wear on their arms the like chains and stuff that they wear and she's so serious about it because early in the interview (laughs) she's just sitting there at this desk just having no fun at all she's such a wet blanket she hates them yeah and then later they cut back to her, and she wasn't even talking about this stuff yet. I'm looking, going, "What is all that stuff over her desk? <laughs> what is? What are those piles of studded garments on?" That's her when desk? they demetal the dudes, though, right? And they take that shows, stuff away from like she puts them on her arms. Like, yeah. oh, this is how this goes, like this. And why are they demetaling these dudes? Where I think are she they? Was- Part of this program that was so is demetaling. This just like when you have I don't to go know. Check in with your probation officer. They take yeah, off all they your take, metal Yes, gear? yes. Uh huh. Because this stuff is trouble. It is really funny. Because in reality, it is. I mean, yes, they're definitely. It's definitely some sexist music, and they're definitely sure. I don't know. I could see how you're going to have feelings against it. They say themselves, like they want parents to be mad about the music. They want to upset parents. They're rebels and they're rock and roll or whatever. Um, But she just, uh, yeah, yeah, she she wants to just take it away from them. She she doesn't want them to have any part of it. I thought it was great. Like when Lemmy was just like, yeah, if your parents hate it, that probably means that it's good music. Mm -hmm. Like that's the way it should be. That's how, yeah. Because whatever your parents listen to, their grandparents hated it and so on and so forth. Right. You know, that's the way it works. Yeah. The the sexism was crazy. And I'm glad that she, of course, I mean, as a female director, she really focused on it and spent a lot of time with it. And I'm glad she did that because there were things I didn't know. I didn't know that these rock stars got girls to just pay for meals for them. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that at all. I well, mean, I guess I it's knew... what you do. Cause when the ones that don't make it, like one of the bands breakdown, 
um, let me see. They break down like money wise of what they make. I think it's the faster oh, yeah. cats that are like, we don't do this for the money right. because they get a thousand dollars a show, but it costs them two thousand or twenty five hundred to be on the road. We get a thousand a night a show on average. We probably play show four shows a week. Costs us two thousand five hundred to be on the road. So, so at this we, point, it's you know, not until you're, we're new. And so they don't make a lot of money when they do what they do, but they get get a lot of attention. And some of these ladies probably were semi successful, or at least made more money, had better bank accounts than them. So take a free meal and a, whatever. I like when they pointed out, like, do you think that's prostitution, though? Because you're like... <laughs> I do like how most all of them had to think. Yeah, they were just like... A, mm. They just had to think for a second to be like, oh, yeah, I, I don't see it like that. No, no I, I, I mean, I, I was just... It's, it's a win-win is what it is. I do have to take issue with that band saying that it cost them $2,500 a week because... Aren't they the band that just jumps into an RV at the end and drives away? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I don't – like, what do you spend that money on? I was Gas? thinking – I was like, I guess snacks. They really – beer? They buy a lot be, of beer for themselves. It must just be beer, yes. And she was so getting – she was so trying to get them to say that they don't have homes when she's like – and I talked to each of you and I – you know, I wanted to conduct this interview in one of your homes and – Because when I wanted to shoot you, I want to go to one of your homes, but you didn't have one. Where do you live? And they're like – you know, just everywhere, just all around. <laughs> and then they, you see them jump into that camper and drive away. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. I was very, very surprised to find out that Chris from Wasp, the guy that was in the pool. Oh. He's still alive. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I thought for sure he was dead. <laughs> I thought he was going to die on camera. <laughs> That's what I thought. But I like, he is, he looks kind of, this, he's very, he's a little chubbier. Um, okay. And wears, so the clothes are tighter because I think sure. he's still trying to wear the oh, same vest okay. that he was in in the pool. Um, and he's got a big, big beard and he lives in France. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. He had to have stopped drinking at some point, right? Like he could continue he's, doing I don't this. think he thinks drinks that much, but it doesn't say whether he That was amazing. <laughs> that is another With his one mom of those, right there. That's another one of those interviews where I want the entire interview. I, yeah. I want the whole well, thing. I did a little bit of reading and what I read was that she thought after she did that his interview, she didn't think she got anything. She was like, He was just hammered the whole time, like we didn't get anything. And she had told like her producers I'm gonna have to go back to Chris's house and do it another shoot and she didn't have enough money to. So when she got to the editing room and she was like, All right, well we gotta make this work, she was pleasantly surprised that it was actually like a big hit of the film in a, in a weird way because, right. and I can understand why you don't think you got anything because he didn't answer any questions. No. He, <laughs> and he was drank vodka. drunk. Yeah. Like, he couldn't hear her ask the questions because <laughs> the bottles were just, he was just guzzling bottles of vodka. And that was so troubling to me. Like, Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I uh, just, with his mom right with his there. Mom, with his and mom. then hands you her a drink at one time and she sips it. She, she sips care. it and seems yeah. like she winces a little bit like, woof. Boy, the strong stuff. Yeah. Screwdrivers a little strong here. And uh, why oh, drink is because what? 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 But why do you drink, Chris? Ah, uh, because it makes me happy. Happy. 
<laughs> she didn't care that it was her baby boy. Did not care when he was like, you know what I did? Banged four women at once. It was <laughs> awesome. What was her? She did say. She's like, I don't like to hear I try about not that. To think like, yeah, about I try it. not to think about it. That's what she said. Yeah, that's a great interview. That's a great <laughs> interview. It's really interesting too because they do talk about drugs and they talk about drinking and everything. And mm-hmm. I thought it was very telling how. Almost all of these single interviews of the fans are just like, you know, nobodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of these people were nobodies. But a lot of those single interviews under the the one uh, light bulb that was yeah. hanging down, <laughs> all of them were like, no, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh. And then every successful musician was like, hell yeah, man. They were drunk right then. Like the members of Poison. Well, another band that was another one of the updates was the band, the guys from London, the band that they, there was a lot Mm. of hair in that band. Well, they all had a lot of hair. I don't know if I remember London. They even did a performance, I think. Okay. I don't know. I'd have to, but they, they were saying how like during those interviews, there was like weed and Coke under their seats. So they were like oh. taking hits, like, and then they'd be like, what are we saying? Okay. What do you yeah. want to know? And you could like the members of Poison, all of them look oh. and sound so rickety wrecked. Like at one point, <laughs> Brett Michaels <laughs> is trying to like philosophize about making money in the business. And then they're both, they're all like, no, no, we're not in it for the money. And, what does the I one didn't... guy call a car? If you love what you're doing, whether you have enough money to buy a Le Mans or a, Le Mans or, or, buy, or buy a cheeseburger. <laughs> it's a Pontiac. Okay. No, what I meant is... Um, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he just keeps saying it like he knows it's wrong, but he can't think of what the real and word is. And they giggle about it. Like they're, oh. yeah. They yeah. really... Like, other than the guy in the pool... And mm-hmm. and other than sort of looking back at this now, 30 years out, mm-hmm. they all seem to be having a great time. Like, they are all having a total blast. Yeah, yeah. Like, deep down, maybe yeah. they're concerned about their financial situation right, or whatever. Right. But again, I mean, from the outside, they are just it's party living city. life. Yeah. Party, <laughs> party city. Without just, all the helium. They're yeah. having, they make it. They make it look like it is a lot of fun. And yeah. I, I'm sure it was for them at that time. You know, during those brief couple years that a lot of these bands existed, I'm sure it was a ton of fun. I'm sure for them it was. Right, yes. Yeah. The whole situation, you could tell. And they loved just the performing of yeah. it. But then there was very much, there was a yin and a yang to it. There was a very dark side to, to it. Oh sure, sure. Um, do yes. all that enjoyment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they were they were living la vida loca. Yeah. And I just and I also thought it was funny how, you know, for all the for all the womanizing and all that terrible stuff that goes on in here, when they talk about makeup, and all oh, the yeah. guys are like, oh yeah yeah, I do this and I yeah, this eyeliner, my and eyeliner like, I wear. Yeah. The one guy's like, yeah, just I just have women do it for me and I try and learn from what they do. It's great. Yeah. And even. Even the older rock stars, even like Lemmy's like... What do you think about the pretty rock and roll stars? Good luck to them if they're pretty. Wish I was. That's not for me, but you know what? Whatever whatever you want to do, that's cool. And I do like it when Joe Perry is even like, yeah, I don't mind. They could do it. I mean, you know, I kind of mind when they then grab my ass later. And he looks over and goes, 
I just kind of mind. Yeah, they do. They have a in-depth, co- and they don't talk much about the costumes or the outfits that they wear. I but thought they, they would definitely get more into that. wear some outfits. Like they definitely, they're not just getting up there in their jeans and t-shirt and singing their songs, right? No, no, no. 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 And There's, if they do. Like, as, it looks lame, and normally it's the drummer. Like, there's yeah. just a drummer and, like, a Batman shirt, but nobody cares. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter, you know. But other guys are wearing, like, those puffy, frilly pirate yeah, shirts. Yeah, they have stuff. those Jerry Seinfeld pirate right, shirts yes. on. Or, or they're, they're the ones wearing ashless chaps. Or something is flowing. Something is very flowy, but something is also very restrictive and leather at the same time. And um, I love it because I, they're not... Like, if you think back to, you know, doo-wop groups and stuff of the mm. 60s and how they all dressed the same in the suits and even like Devo, they dressed like lunatics, but they all sort of had their same look that they went for. Like, sure. each person up there is like, this is what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. I don't care what you're this doing This is my all. hair. I have long hair and bangs. I have long hair. It's two colors. I have long hair. It's curl. <laughs> all of them had – It was. I was amazed at how – much not just hair but really good hair like mm-hmm. they they just they have all these waves and these colors and this buoyancy to them. i don't yeah. know if it's vo5 or pantene pro v i don't know the product that they were into but i wish that there was a section on that on hair care we I, discuss makeup but yes. there's nothing about hair care and there's nothing about um outfits let's get rid of that dance contest yeah and yeah. let's talk more about this because what they wear and how they look is such a huge part of this. Well, and then it was interesting, too, like, because the women, like, first of all, the men, even some of them even said, like, there was a whole section on that, how I think it was around the time they were talking about the makeup, was how they get mistaken for women, some of them. Yeah. They get catcalled and honked at or whatever. Um, and it, it, it was so strange to me that then even, like, at the concerts, who looked better, the men or the women? Right. Like, and looked better for the same reason. You know what I mean? Yes. With the hair mm-hmm. and the outfits, and yeah. it was a I very mean, even, even those two girls that are interviewed together, sitting together the yeah. whole time. Which, yeah. I, you know, whatever. So you you get into group sex? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's happened. It's happened. We've done four or five times since we've been here. Yeah. How long have you been here? Five, five weeks. weeks. <laughs> um, even they were like. Yeah, I like it when a guy wears makeup like that androgynous thing is cool. Like I think yeah. it's a good look. Yeah. Like I don't know, it's a, it's an interesting thing. It's like, you know, it's very it's very like a different type of masculine, you know? It's yeah. like this is a tough guy and all he wants to do is bang chicks. So he better dress to the nines <laughs> and put on that eyeliner cuz right? he's not going to do it regardless, right? you know, without yeah. that. Uh-huh. I really I don't want to call any of this progressive because it all just falls apart once they start talking about women but it's just they don't make fun of each other for what they're wearing no, or what they're no. doing to their hair no. I found that really fascinating they embraced it and they it's almost like they found that which in in that sense it was kind of refreshing to see these men like embrace their femininity in a sense um yeah but then then you get to the next scene where they're talking about um the, I think they call the the groupies fleas and ticks of rock and roll. Like right, they, yes. and mm-hmm. you just go, oh, but you don't. You just, you really just care about yeah. sex, and you must just think that eyeliner will get you laid. I don't know. I, yeah, um, I, did like it. I did like it when the director was talking to the one guy, and she's like, I mean, I've seen girls walking around in garter belts and bras. 
I know, I like that. Somebody came here once from Texas and they go, I don't believe in Texas, we wear our lingerie in the bedroom, in the cat house, they wear them out in the club. You know, if you want to come here dressed really nice, that's okay, but you'll get in the club faster if you dress lazy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, when they're at that cat club, yes. where they're like, yeah, we basically, we like them to dress sleazy, and we like them to wear nothing, and that's what they do when they come here. What does the one guy say? But what it's funny, because it's What kind like of women does he is... like? And he's like, oh, I like sluts. Sluts, yeah. <laughs> I like sluts. <laughs> I mean, he's being honest. Right. It's what he's oh, yeah, into. Nobody's, nobody's being dishonest. Well, they may be being dishonest with themselves when they think they're going to be... Oh, yeah, stars. yeah, when they think they're going to be. all of the yeah. answers seem genuine. Oh, yeah. You know? But they didn't have any other choice but to be real as fuck. Like, they didn't know to make them. Even Aerosmith, I think, now conducts <laughs> interviews differently. And is it maybe. Wait, as... wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You're saying that they don't conduct interviews, as you put it earlier, in the lobby of their rehab center? <laughs> You are right, though. That is a crazy place to conduct an interview. It's just the two of them sitting there. I really feel like they just got out, and she was like, you want to do it today? And they were like, sure, meet us. Here. Meet us at this rehab center in yeah. Arizona or wherever. We'll be ready. Yeah, we're drying out in the desert. That's what we're doing. We're just, literally. Literally. Yeah. I do like it when she asked Joe Perry, like, how long have you been sober? And I expected the answer to be years. And he's like, oh, like six months now. Yeah, that's why I think oh, they okay. just got out All of their right. intensive rehab. And he's like, yeah, I mean, but we could do it anymore. It was bad news. It was it was bad news. But do you have anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Steven Tyler. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to try to take this in no, any no, kind no, of order? No, we we're just we going to talk about the random. Yeah, we're 45 okay. minutes into this. We're, yeah. just, we're just pulling out random stuff. There's no plot, so we can't do this There's in order. No, you can't. Usual. Yeah. Steven Tyler talks about um, he compares uh, jerking off to the evolution of life. Like, he goes into this deep, like, do you remember when? this? No. He says how, like, like, because, again, they're fresh out of rehab, right? So mm -hmm. he's saying how uh, they came to this realization, like, kind of growing up, you know? You okay. realize, yeah, it's partying, is, partying is fun, but eventually you've got to grow up. And he he relates it to jerking off saying like, you know, like when you first start to jerk off, you're just like, you're going for it. You're just jerking <laughs> off. I did not remember this. It's like, you know, it's like jerking off when you're, when you're a young kid and you first learn how to use that thing, you know, you go, Brrr. but the older you get, the slow, you slow down, you know, and you get into the rhythm of it and you learn how to milk it for all it's worth. And I think that's what Aerosmith, that's what Aerosmith is right now. I think we, we do a good job of, Fucking. Well, who's the one? Who's the one where she's like, you know, what's you know the best thing? Is the best thing like going up and performing, or is it sex? And he's like, you know what? Yeah, going up and performing, it's the best. Except maybe this, and then he does a jerk off. Oh, yeah. He's like, although this is kind of better than performing. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Hold on a second. I don't know if you're answering this question correctly. I don't know if <laughs> masturbating should be the greatest thing that happens to you. I mean, maybe he's gotten but, that good at it. But I again, listen, he's being honest. He is. They, they had no other. Oh, oh, oh. All right. So we talked about the, um, the probation officer who scared me every time she was on the screen. What about that promoter guy? Whoa. <laughs> that guy who looks like he's in a church? There's more bands in L.A. than there are anywhere else in the world because most of the record companies and labels 
and high management corporations are based in Los Angeles. A lot of the people aren't, who play in bands aren't originally from Los Angeles. He's sitting in front of stained glass, and he looks He looks like big, he came out like, of a Ted Burton movie. <laughs> Tim Burton, you mean? Dude, what did I say? Tom Burton? Tim Ted Burton? Burton. What did I, Ted Burton. Ted. Did I say Ted? I, Ted? I don't know. Maybe I just heard it as that. He's got a strange look to him. He's a ch- he's an overweight dude. Mm-hmm. And did you read his title? He's a promoter of some yeah. kind, isn't he? The thing that blew my mind was when it said 18-year-old band promoter. And I was like, this guy looks wretched for 18 <laughs> He looks horrible for 18. Well, there were no updates on him, so who knows if he's still hanging on. Oh, my God. He was probably not well. (laughs) It was upsetting every time I saw him because I'm like, this is not fun. Like, this is not fun to look at. Yeah, it was not fun. And he Mm -hmm. was one of the moments of this because there were times during this documentary where I was like, is this, have you watched documentary now with um, Fred Armiston? Oh, sure, Armiston? sure. Yeah, it's great. So yeah. there were times when I was like, this this is a spoof. <laughs> this isn't, they set them up to do this. This is why they're acting so goofy. When he would come on, I was like, this guy isn't real. This guy was not the promoter for these bands. There is no way. And he is, he's a character. He has been made right. up and there's an actor playing him. And that's what this dude is. Yeah. And, it's like um, seeing Martin Short as Jiminy Glick yes, or something. Where yes. you're like. I yes. think there's a person in those prosthetics. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's bizarre. That guy exactly. looked bizarre. And, and his was, just like his commentary, it didn't ever. Well, he did have, he said, if you want to make it. And it's funny because you couldn't take him seriously. You kind of yeah. had to mesh him with that, the old guy, the one that was the creepy old guy. <laughs> right. Like if you mesh the two of them, then maybe you'd then have you would, a decent. You'd create a normal human being. Yeah. Well, <laughs> You, uh, for normal for this documentary. Right, you, right. Because yeah. I didn't believe that, first of all, like you said, 18 years, I didn't believe that he could even be a promoter. I was like, no. you don't, where's your promoting personality? Right. Like, the, again, the old man seemed more like he had that promoter vibe. Yeah. I guess that's why he does promote his little nightclub there. But um, Who was the band that got on stage and was like, hey, this is being filmed, so if all of you could look, like, enthusiastic, that would be great. So you guys are going to be in the picture right here, so if you can just, like, stick your hands up in the air and make yourself look. Show us your underalls. All right. Almost all these bands to a T. Now, again, I don't particularly like this music. But right. every performance, I was like, this is awful. This is terrible. This is uninteresting. The music isn't very good. I think that was another tough thing about about watching. I mean, again, not our style of music. Yeah. There were moments when I could appreciate some of the the um, musical talent, the guitar playing, the the sure. drumming. Um, yeah, well, I I went through a little phase. My sister and I, my sister really liked Guns N' Roses. Uh, we listened to Warrant. We listened to Poison, the Nelson. Like, we dabbled in more like that hard rock, heavy metal. A little bit of Metallica, I think I listened to. Like, I remember okay. <laughs> I was like 12, I think, and I sang that for a talent show, me and my sister, and oh, I don't know. Please yeah. <laughs> find this. If you have a recording of it, I'll put it on for our patrons. No, but I got out of the phase. I was in it, and then I was out of it. But uh, yeah, yeah. but it is like it is um, because I still see it now. It is a lot of that. If you listen to this stuff when you were that age, Mm -hmm. people still listen to it now. 
I will still yeah. Oh, hear yeah. like Iron Maiden coming out of yeah. people's cars. I'm like, totally. Wow. But and they you love look it. At those and people and they're like, okay, this guy's like in his early to mid fifties. Yeah, this is. Yeah, like I get That's, it. I get yeah. it because I still listen to that same crap. That's <laughs> like his Tony to. Bennett. You know, he's like, yeah. I like the guy who dropped out of school in seventh grade, and he says oh, he's yeah. never worked. He's never had a job. He's never going to get a job. He doesn't need he's to. Just, you know, and most of these, most of them, their fallback was, I'm going to live in a gutter. So it's either a rock and roll star or a bum. That's your, that's your trip. That's it. Yeah, they, they were either going to be the rock star that they were hoping mm-hmm. to be, or they were going to be a bum. They yeah. were going to go to Skid Row. Skid Row. Lots of people talked about were, Skid uh-huh, Row. Uh-huh. It's funny because there was a band Skid Row. Are we going to hear yeah. some Skid Row? Because yeah. I might be able to. 18 in life, you got it. I was going to say, I might know some of that. Yeah. Sorry, Odin. I didn't know your big hits. Yeah, I know. Poor Odin. But the, okay, so Odin was the band that, first of all, um, they were they conducted their interview in a hot tub, right? Wow. Yes. Yeah, that was interesting. Great interview. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love at one point one of the girls gets out of the hot tub to get a bottle of wine and goes back in the hot tub to keep sip like she's like, I know we're <laughs> doing an interview and everything, but I could be drinking more than I am, so So much just drinking out of beer cans. So many beer cans. It's not a it's not a glamorous lifestyle. Nobody even puts it in a cup. Like nobody even just puts it in a in a plastic solo cup or whatever. Nah. It's yeah. It's right something. out of the can, and it's a very big hot tub that they're in when they do their interview. Oh, it's there's like forty five people in this. Yeah, it's, it's and their interview is kind of turns kind of sad too, right? Because uh-huh. this is when he goes off into dreamland and is like, "I'm going to make it. I can't not yeah. make it. I'd kill myself if I didn't make it." And the, you could see the other band members, even the other girls in the hot tub, are getting kind of uncomfortable. Like, yeah. why are we talking about kind killing yourself? Out. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just hanging out. Oh, so have you ever, you know, have you ever actually tried to kill yourself? Well, come pretty close. <laughs> is it worth killing yourself for if you don't make it? Well, there's nothing else that I could really do except music, you know. And that's how I feel. That's all I really want to do in my life is music. And if I can't do that, then fuck everything else around me, really. And then the other band member that's sitting in the hot tub next to him, that guy looks dumb as a bag of rocks. Oh, yeah. That dude is just staring off into space. He has to be either really high or really stupid. But you do get, when you get in a hot tub and you're high, you just lose. And then you got your friend next to you talking about... Uh, killing himself, you're like, I'm just right. fading out. Is there a camera here? Am I supposed to be talking in it? What? And I know that they're on camera, and I get that. But for my money, in a movie like this, there's way too many clothes on in that hot tub. This guy just performed in assless chaps. Like, oh, yeah, why yeah. is he not full-on naked in this hot tub? Well, he's not what's-his-name from Kiss, but just ladies laying on him. He's not that... <sighs> that uh, Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley thinks. I I am still baffled by that interview. It's shot from directly above too. Like yep, yep it's interesting. Yep, the position it directly above mm-hmm. shooting down. That's how he's conducting this and interview. And he at by the end of the interview I want to say he has a bit, bit of a neck like creak or neck like oh. Yeah, his neck's got to be a little tight because he's like bent a weird way so that the girl could be nuzzling in on him and he's always saying these like yeah man eat a candy bar 
and you just enjoy it and it's life yeah you make money and what is money if you don't have babes you know what i mean like i don't know the things he says in it writing oh, down no. but he's just very like no i did yeah. try and write some stuff down but i couldn't after a while it's like this is all gold and i'm not gonna get through this if oh. i just sit and i watch everything or write says, everything down yeah i agree i agree you could be writing every every I little thing a hundred percent i think that this interview and the interview with Jim Poison? Gene Simmons. Oh, Gene Simmons. I'm trying to call him Jim Simmons. <laughs> Sounds like a guy who ran a cult or something. Um, <laughs> I think these were pro- they were probably conducted during photo shoots or something. Like, oh, this looks yeah. like a Rolling Stone photo shoot of yeah. him on the bed with these ladies. Yeah. And Gene Simmons in a lingerie department store. It's so strange. Every time they came up, I'm like, oh, this guy's back. These guys are back. These two. And they're so and, lame, too. I think they were the only rock stars that were like, drugs, why would you do drugs? Why yeah, well, it's drugs? all about the yeah. ladies. It's really yeah. just about the ladies. It really, yeah, is it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the music, I, I guess. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I was. it was interesting to find out that at the time, um, one of the things these bands would do to, like, kind of increase their popularity and to get gigs was passing out flyers. That yep. was one of the things they talked about doing. That was early on in the movie, but they talked, talked about, about that, that way being... too much. Just well, way too you're much. You're like, okay, I get it. This is what you have to do. It's like, oh, oh, do you guys hand out flyers? Yeah, we do. Oh, do you hand out flyers? Yeah, we... Okay, we get it. Everybody hands out flyers. No, but then they got into it. Like, well, handing out flyers, how I meet ladies. Yeah, if a dude gives me a flyer, I throw it away. Like, yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. They, you're right. For an hour and a half, it could have been easily... Yep. Mm-hmm. Edited down to this a little is more. when they're talking but, to the band that's interviewed in the car when they start to get into this. Um, the band called Seduce from oh. Detroit, <laughs> and my favorite member of Seduce because I don't know, I was gonna say it's the one with the long hair, but it's the guy who they ask him where he's gonna be in 10 years, and he's like, Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Retire, live in someplace nice, my stock's working for me, investments, bonds, securities. You know, shit like that. I'm responsible. I got long hair, but fuck, I'm a businessman, you know? Oh, yeah, the one that's, like, smart about his money? <laughs> Good answer. I wish I, I had a fun. Fi- I know. I Me hope too. he's fine. I do, too. I'm like, yeah, dude, if that's really how you did this, then right. kudos to yeah. you. Then they sing a song about a plane crash, and I was like, this is terrible music. Yeah. You're not going to make it seduce. Sorry. Which is the band that lights the Russian flag on fire? Oh my god! <laughs> it's not a London? Russian flag. It's just a red scarf. And then, and who knew these people were so like pro USA? Who knew these bands were the most patriotic thing going? Of course they are. They say I think they talk about that at one point. How they're all a bunch of little like Catholic school boys, yeah. mm-hmm. who then grew up and kind of you know wanted yeah. to buck the system a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, then they that's, become these little. That I believe that's London again because that's that uninspired performance where nobody's cheering and he. Makes yeah, them... I think they're the yeah. ones that yeah are like, come on, please. Yeah, because he likes the scar. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, I hear those commies are coming over here. And yeah, then this is what we do to commies. Right he's, he's like to light it so so badly. He's trying so hard. It's not lighting, and, and then, then you see people in the front row with their lighters, like trying to help him out a little bit. <laughs> The shows, I, I, I again, I wasn't that kind of fan. I didn't go to their show to shows, right. but the shows had to sometimes be a something else. A lot of very any energetic. I want to say like like a yeah, I'm, right. I mean, very it's, kinetic. 
lot yes. of a lot of noise and a lot of gyrating. I guess and it's not. You it's never not knew. A, like they talked about the pyro, like especially like as as some of the bands got more you know, got bigger and, and had better budgets. They were lighting things on fire and shit was exploding. And mm-hmm. No, the shows, like, and I, I assume the shows were fun. Like, I think about, you know, shows I went to when I was in college at small venues and you're all packed in and people are trying to dance and move around and everybody's getting pushed and punched and you can, like, stage dive. I didn't see any of that here, except at the end. Oh yeah, at the end. There was. At the no, but end they do the go into a they go into a little bit of a definition of a headbanger because that's what they are. Yeah. Head, well, that's not what they all are. Talk about Some that of a them, lot. It's what all the fans are, but the guys performing are like, oh, I don't do that. I yeah. don't know what that is. They just hey, if they want to do it, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, means. but I guess because the music kind of makes that yeah. happen. Yeah, the one right? guy that says something like. I'm not into headbanging. I'm into chick banging. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. We get it. You guys in makeup are chick totally magnets. hetero. I, I get it. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you don't need to keep reminding us. They do talk about AIDS. They do talk yes, about AIDS. They get serious. They talk so about it. But briefly. they talk about it so briefly because none of them are concerned. No, They're no. all like, oh, yeah, no. And no. then they talk about pregnancy, too, a little bit. Yep. And they're like, uh, yeah, that's not something I think about. No, and that's another right. part of this documentary where I cringe. And I was like, do yeah. you see what is wrong with this down with the patron? Or like, this is why the male society is just, <laughs> we've been, they've been poisoned. And look at how deep it got in this time period. It just got really so out of control. And I want to go back in time and, like, squeeze their little hairs out. And, right. You might say I they've didn't. been poisoned by poison. And so right? that's... That's the way it happened. Poison, I, I like though. The, the one band that's talking about, like, they're like, oh, you know, we owe a hundred grand right now, but you know, we're working to get out of that. And oh she's yeah. Like, Wait, how did this happen? And the guy goes, How could you be in debt for a hundred grand? We bought a lot of equipment. Our last album we did was financed by this guy who's in jail right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, he's no, out was... now. Now he wants his. Money. And the other guy's like, Shut up, man! Don't say this. Yeah. Yeah. Poison the band as drunk and as, as messed up as they were, and they at least they. I like that they did two separate, like two yes. of them were together and the other two were together, and they they seemed like they were having fun. They like, mm-hmm. like not that they all didn't seem like that, but they seemed chummier. I don't know. There was yes. a different vibe to poison. It seemed like an the... interesting thing to be like. Okay, well, who wants to be paired up? And you could kind of yeah. tell, like, oh, you two are friends, and you two are friends. Yeah. I'm sure you're all friends, but. The dynamic of each couple worked really, really <laughs> well. Yeah. Brett Michaels and Jamie Lee Curtis. And, um, Wait, what? <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. But he looks like, I don't know who that guy's name is. I think it's, I don't remember. But um, if you looked at his face quickly without glasses, as I did once, um, I was he like, is that it, Jamie, Lee Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like that. Wow. Truly the most. The best, I guess, interview was Chris, uh, Chris, oh, I just wrote Chris Wasp, because Wasp is the band that he was in. I don't know his last name. I don't know. It, it, it was the best interview. It looked really fun. And he had just said how he just got back from a European tour. And I'm like, wow, I can only imagine you were doing the same thing on tour. Yeah. And now you're back unwinding in your pool. 
I don't, you know, he seemed to be having a great time, well, but also, like I said, I then was it became concerned. sad. Was it was a concerned. fun. First, you're like, look at this guy; he's just floating in his clothes mm-hmm. in his pool. But then it got very depressing, and he pours like the bottle of whatever he's drinking basically on his face. He's and got three bottles of vodka in that pool. Okay. Do you consider yourself um, a piece of crap? Why? Well, because, you know, I work a job, and I'm a piece of crap. (laughs) It's insane. And he gets really... He talks about being an alcoholic, and then we talk about that. We get into that, about the drugs and alcohol being a big part. And like you said, lots of the fans were like, no, we don't do drugs. We, you know, we don't even drink. And lots of the guys... That actually yeah. played the music clearly right. were a Any, little over. Anyone that had money was a drug addict, and anyone that was poor was not. That's uh, what I learned. The creepy promoter's advice was: you got to stay clean if you want to be famous. That was his advice. Oh, um, yeah. I wanted to hear organ music playing while he talked. Like I agree. Was, I agree. But man, that was yeah, that was kind of upsetting. You did not need him in this documentary. Other than that initial laugh, every time we went back to him, I was like, right? This Get is out creepy. of here. Looks like he's made of Play-Doh. There's something <laughs> wrong with this guy. Perhaps he is. Ugh. Um, they did have, I don't know, were those uh, some of those ladies actually members of bands at all? or hey, in any great bands? question that was never addressed because all the women were like, yeah, we're going to kick ass. We're great. Yeah. This isn't just a guy's industry. Da, 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 da. They're never interviewed. They're never Mm. talked to about their band. Can't we get one female group? I mean, well, I I think that it was more dominated by the male groups. And again, I think that was one of the the, right. But that being, but that being said, like these bands, like Odin and whatever that Detroit band is, they're kind of not going anywhere. You could find a female fronted band that isn't going anywhere either. Just but to, was there I, one? I guess there must have I'm been. Sh- well, there were because the the women that were talking were like, True. "Yeah, my band is great." Yeah, but they didn't ever just, show their no, bands. Yeah. They never showed their band. Even the one who seemed somewhat professional, except for the weird thing she was wearing, wearing like the woman oh, that was yeah. on the stage. I yeah. thought we were going to see her band because she wasn't interviewed in that. And that would have been an interesting. The- yeah. Yeah. That would have been interesting too to see the uh, get into that a little more the difference sure. between yeah. the the females that were because oh, they talked about it a little but not enough it definitely I I I think that her aim was to make you not feel good about the heavy metal scene feel good in a way like okay these boys are enjoying themselves but then realize what it was all about what it was and they really come off. I mean, they come off honest and, and you know, I guess like they're having their good time. But they come off kind of like a bunch of deep douchebags, you know. <laughs> In heavy metal music, women are portrayed to be abused. Um, they're kind of... Uh being bound in chains many of the styles portray them as having handcuffs on leg irons being locked in cages there's a very brutal aspect towards the woman in heavy metal because it very much appeals to the male macho image and i also think that it's you know and i don't i don't want to say it's an issue with the music industry in general yeah but you sort of see that same thing um in her first documentary with punk music Mm. i think there is 
a female fronted band that's in there, but it's still just a bunch of dudes. It's just a bunch of dudes that go to these shows. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and I don't want to make, you know, sweeping accusations that if you made a documentary on like 90s rap or something, it would probably be the same thing. A bunch of dudes or maybe you'd have Queen Latifah or something, but you know, I don't know. It's, it's like a male dominated, especially that type of music. Mm-hmm. It seems to be very male dominated and you know, they're just there to use I, women up. And it's, I wondered if the women that got used, cause there is, there's a terrible um, little segment that they talk about how like they talk about Brett Michaels having a girl in his room and she was screaming that she wanted to come out. They yeah, talk, Ozzy talks about? about, I know I'm like, that doesn't sound, and they're she, laughing about it. Oh, Ozzy talks time. about being with a girl that was having a seizure and right. didn't know what to do when he was having a seizure. And they, another dude just tells turned them, out that he was standing on her hair while they were trying yeah. to pull her away. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he wasn't like, having a seizure. I was just standing on her hair. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good Aussie, And then he dumped orange juice all over the (laughs) counter. (laughs) That was so perfectly timed. Because you know that that was just... There's a chance that that wasn't even a shot of his hand and the orange juice. Because it's shot different than the rest of the interview. Yeah, yeah. But it's just when she's talking to him about drugs. And he's like, I don't... Yeah, I don't do as many drugs as I'm fine now. And you just see orange juice. I love it, too. It's missing the glass. Every time she says something like, are you okay? Or he's like, fuck no, no, it's not good. It's not good at all. She's like, well, aren't you happier now? He's like, not at all. You do get a lot of things like gold, this platinum, this cars, houses, and, you know, then you've got things like divorces, management ripoffs, fatigue, drugs, alcohol, you know, hangovers, and you've got to go on the next night, you've been up all night burning your bridges, and you've got to go, hi, guys, it's good to be back on stage again. You know, you're feeling like crap inside, you know? Very often I ask them, what do they think I would be doing if I wasn't rock and roll? And I, and I keep saying, you know, my answer to that is I'd probably be in prison. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, and our manager was, you know, he was just stealing money from me. We weren't good with money. We just realized we weren't making as much money as we, we were still making a lot of money, though, and that <laughs> happened. Okay. <laughs> That's why, again, his little interview, you're just like, you are, You could totally have your yeah. own show, Ozzy. Because she even it. says something to him like, well, did you take him to court? He's like, no, no, he's, no it's all right. It's <laughs> okay. fine. All Look, right. Do you want eggs? I'm making uh, eggs. I'm going to burn them. Oh, Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy's pretty gold in this, movie, in this yeah. documentary, too. There is one great thing. Where the the woman who won the dance contest last year, she's oh. got that sash on. She yes. is a treasure. She Just says, listen to her. Oh, please go says, ahead because I wrote it down, but go ahead. Did you? Okay. Because first of all, they, there's ladies before her that talk about the place that they're at being yes. a classy place better than <laughs> Beverly Hills. And then she gets on and they're like, you know, how is being the Miss Dance Contest changed or made you better? What do you want to do next? She wants to get on with her modeling and her actressing. What are you going to do now? Are you going to... Um... I'm going to continue on my modeling and great. Um, hopefully I get on with my actressing. And actressing. the slight pause between actress and Ing, where she knows it's not right, yeah. but she doesn't know what else to say. 
Yeah, she oh, it's is so wonderful. She is a gem. She just stands there. And then it gets creepy though because the, the old man starts dancing with her, and I'm yes. like, oh, the old stop. man starts dancing with her. And then we see the guys who were judging this. It was like this woman's dancing around. She wasn't wearing any <laughs> underwear, and we see her constantly trying to pull her skirt down. But then she's almost like yeah. doing the worm on the stage. Yeah. She like oh, worms. speaking of the worm on the stage, maybe that's why they showed the dance. Like the one lady does this dance on the stage mm-hmm. where she's just crawling and doing splits and doing this like uh, I, I can't explain. No, that's, I think that's the same woman that I'm Isn't talking that about. Same like she, one? Yeah. she crawls over to a drink that's there with a straw yes, and starts drinking yes. out of it. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. And then the guy. The guy running this, that old man, he's so angry that people think that the contest is being rigged, too. Oh, yeah. He goes yeah. off like... There's been so much fucking bullshit about this contest being fixed that I'm going to make damn sure you all understand this. At the end of the contest, when they announced all the winners, the judges' sheets will be available at the front door for any motherfucker to inspect. And that ought to take care of all the fucking bullshit about this contest being fixed. And we are missing a couple of asses here. The judges' sheets will be available in the back to anyone who wants to see Uh them afterwards. And Uh one woman dances around. He's like, uh... That outfit's too skimpy. I'm like, yeah. whoa, hold on, dude. Is that a joke? You didn't deliver it as though it was a joke. Yeah, he says, he tells one of them that she is, she is, like, barely dressed. It's very lacy what she's wearing. and But, yeah. Yeah, I, and these dudes are, it's just, I, I oh, that dance contest. Yeah. Um, terrible. It's the worst thing about this. And why do is. we end with Megadeth? That's not cool. Megadeth oh, because we're bringing so, it down. We're bringing it down. So boring. They seem yeah. so boring. And clearly, I think of any of the smaller bands, I think Megadeth was still somewhat small at this time. I mean, mm. they weren't Odin small, but <laughs> I guess they're the band that makes it. And maybe we're supposed to see at the end of this movie that, yeah, the boring guys who aren't out partying with chicks and, you know, shooting heroin and everything. They're the ones that are going to make the it. The ones that really the, make Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's the lesson, but my God, were those guys boring. That's megalomania to me. I don't want to get used to something that'll run out. I'd rather stay myself all the way and not ever get used to, you know, having a huge lifestyle so that in case anything ever happens, like I lose an arm or something, that, you know, I have to get used to being a bum again. Well, and they had a little more meat to their song lyrics, it seemed like. Like sure. the other guys, yes. like, literally sang about, like, Oh, I don't know. No, no, no. And and we see them like, in a recording session, too. Right. Like, they're recording, and they're talking about, like, well, this music is actually quite difficult to play. Da-da-da-da-da-da-blah-blah-blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. Like, all right, okay, fine. Well, the that's why. So you can have a little bit of respect yeah. for the The other bands the are doing it and... terribly, but, you know, they're doing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting any ladies, Megadeth? That's what we really want to yeah, know. Yeah, that's what we want to know, Megadeth. Yeah. How's that working out? Uh, I'm sure they did yeah. just fine. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that 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 that's a pretty that was a yeah. that was a pretty good synopsis. I that feel. was a great um, synopsis yeah. of the movie. Did you like end. it? Did you enjoy it? I there were I think I went back and forth. Yeah, me this. too. Like Mixed you said, feelings. There were, there were yeah. certain things. My biggest issue, and not to say that the misogyny was not an issue, my <laughs> biggest issue with this was just the meandering nature of it, and that, yeah. that they didn't really stay on topic. Like, I really...
I didn't know if this was about the bands or if it was about the fans or if it was about the positives or if it was about the negatives. Like it's everything. It's like it is. she's trying to cram everything into an hour and 25 minutes. She tries to do some like headlines, some categories. Like now we're going to talk about right. you know, the sex and now we're going to talk about the money. And now, but the, I think it, the other thing was, I can only imagine editing this with oh. all these dudes being so wrapped oh. in all their interviews and trying to piece it all together. Like, they must repeat themselves a lot and, sure. and like interweave same kind of. So, but yeah, yeah, I agree. It was, I wish it was, it, it made me a little angry at times and it got me a little, like I said, like, well, this is why the men today are right. like they are because mm-hmm. of this. And da, da, da. Um, I got a little too into my own head and didn't enjoy it as much as I should have. Um, but it was interesting. It was interesting. I'm glad I saw it. I think you'd have to be in the right mood or the right person to watch it as far as to recommend if somebody else would watch it. But, um, I think it's, I think it's definitely something that if you were into this music or you had, you should have seen it, right? Like how have you not already seen this? So if you haven't watch it, like the outfits are ridiculous. The makeup is ridiculous stuff. These people say are ridiculous, but again, every hilarious thing was undercut by something that was either, sad or just wrong or frustrating yeah by frustrating because standards, of how but by the standards of the time as yeah. well yeah. i mean 30 years ago sounds like a long time ago but there's still certain things that aren't cool yeah but then you wonder how that's what i mean how it'd get in my head i was like but are right. there people that are still thinking this way there sure. are there yeah. are because he's the leader of our country there are people <laughs> yes. that are still thinking in this not that he's the like a heavy metal He's such a huge fan. Odin fan. <laughs> Likely. He is like the Odin of his own. I could make parallels. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I won't. Definitely. But um, anyway. Uh, we just made parallels. Yeah. We just talked. We did it. it. We paralleled it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I found it enjoyable at times and frustrating at times. Um, I was never bored by it, though. I think that's the one thing I was kind no. of. I was no. in it and... Even when I was like, we don't need to see these women dancing. This is terrible. Then that old creepy weirdo would say something pretty funny. Yeah. Be like, yeah. okay, all right. I all know right. Why I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they give you a little Ozzy and yeah. you'd say, oh, all right, right. Right. That's the thing. I, I, it's a strange movie to, to critique or to give a final judgment on because I feel like mm-hmm. it should have either been tighter or honestly longer. Like, oh, yeah. So we could have had more. Include, yeah. Yeah, I, I really wish it was, um, strangely enough, I wish it focused a lot more on the fans than the Which bands. Which makes sense, yeah. Like I, would, I would love to know what these people are all about because we hear how they're, you know, they all seem to be losers and not working. But half the time I'm like, wait, are these people in bands? Like they all seem to be in bands, but also well, and I think that go was the dream. Shows. That's what you do. You, yeah. You're in the bands because you want to be... The next, but then yeah. you have to go and enjoy. It's a, such a yeah, what a culture! It's the decline of Western civilization. Well, I have one. I have one recommendation based on this movie, and it's a documentary called We Jam Econo, oh. and it's a documentary about the band The Minutemen. I don't know if you've mm. ever heard of them, or um, they influenced a lot of bands that I really like, like uh, Sublime and Bargain Music. Mm-hmm. Um, And their lead singer was killed in a car accident. They were only around for maybe like four or five years, but they were such a 
influential band on that oh. sort of punk scene or yeah, yeah. surf punk or their music is bizarre like Minutemen? Yeah. Okay. It's it's a lot of they also they almost sometimes sound like a jam band. They'll yeah. have like a weird jam band song, but a song that only goes on for like a minute and a half and the next one will be a crazy punk song and the next one will again be music with almost like um like moody blues type yeah. uh, poetry being spoken over it. They did a lot of like crazy, crazy music that was just so out there. Um, but it's, it's a really good documentary about them. But if you're not into that type of music, probably just like this, you might not, enjoy you might not it. get into like, it. That's yeah. the thing. Like I, you know, yeah, but sometimes it's just interesting to watch their little journey. Yeah, but but when documentaries are about the musicians, it's heavy. You know, a lot of the music is in it, and so if you can't handle their right, if you're yeah. not entertained by their music, then you're just kind of like, eh. well, okay. So let's get into let's talk about our fourth the past year. year. Let's yeah. talk about our fourth year, and if there's anything that you know maybe you particularly enjoyed, or again, if somebody is just just stumbled upon this show, just stumbled upon this episode. This is the first time they're hearing our show. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, I guess you guys always do documentaries. Nay, <laughs> no, not no. exactly. So, uh, yeah, is there anything from this past year that you would like to My discuss? two favorites yeah. from this okay. past year, talking about them and watching them, mm. Rhinestone. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I had that written down, no doubt. And Bloodsport. I really enjoyed Bloodsport. Well, that takes a couple off of my list then. That's great. Yeah. Okay. You enjoyed those. Um, And, and, you know, and again, I'm not even going to ask you why you liked them because I know why you didn't. Go back to listen to the episode. Listen and you'll know why. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll just recommend episodes. We don't need to talk about them. We did them in the episode, but I will recommend, of course, of course. Having my eyes opened to that there is a movie about the village people. Oh, yeah, of course. This is your That favorite. blew my mind, and that was one of the best things I've seen yeah. this past year. Not just for the podcast. I mean, in, in general, your life. In your life. In my yeah. life. Just looking into my children's eyes, I'm like, this is not as precious. Did you as see Gutenberg on, spa- on skates? Did you? <laughs> If you're not on skates, I don't got time for I'm you. I'm not talking if to you. If your headdress is at the cleaners, I hope you're at least wearing a single feather. <laughs> and the other one, and I told you this weeks after we watched it. I had oh, told you, I was you like, can't it is get still it out of your I still can't get it out of my head. And I kind of regret at the end of the episode saying, no, nah, I didn't really like it because I think I love cat people. <laughs> I think I love cat people. <laughs> I can't. It burrowed in there, and I still find myself thinking about it. I thought you were going to say cat people. That's what funny. happened in that movie. I thought you were going to go there. Well, yeah, yes. but there's lots more. I mean, I think I think depending on just like the music in that we're referencing for these documentaries. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of that type of music, you'll probably be a fan. So, even if listeners don't agree with our picks for what we think were the best right, sure. or what we you know were our favorite episodes. They might have liked others. Like we started this year, wasn't it? Wasn't this year we started with um, that Tom Selleck movie? Was it this? No. Tom Selleck movie. <laughs> what Tom Selleck? The one Tom, with the robots? Yeah. The one with Gene Simmons? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> no, that was last year. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought that was January. I forgot. This is the second time we're seeing Gene Simmons. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I don't know. And, and again, like, I don't know. Go back through. We do, do all sorts of different movies. Even I was surprised going through and some of the ones I kind of not forgot about, but I went, oh, yeah, Mosquito Coast. Like, yeah, that Mosquito was Coast. That, that was, was a serious, a little more serious for our <laughs> right, taste. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of serious movies, oh. I don't think our next one's going to be very serious. Okay. Um, this worked out so perfectly. Again, we try and do movies based around seasons or events or holidays or whatever. It just so happens that in two weeks, when our next episode comes out, it's National Monkey Around Day. Oh, I didn't know and there was such a day. we sort of open our eyes to monkey movies. Oh, yeah. We, we got apes in our lives now, in our lives. And I lives. told you there were a couple of scary monkey movies in the 80s. Oh, yeah. And one is called Monkey Shines, where a paraplegic's helper monkey tries to kill him, <laughs> which sounds great. We're not going to do it. Let's save that. We're going to do a movie called Link. Oh. About, like, the a, missing Link? R- sure. Yeah. Okay. Where a, I don't know, I've never seen it, but it appears from a clip that I saw on YouTube, a murderous monkey watches Elizabeth Shue take a bath at one point. <laughs> so okay. it sounds creepy All right. it sounds fun and it's monkey around day. So we're going to do another monkey movie. All Hopefully right. knocking all these out. Here we go. All right. Yes. So that will be in two weeks, everyone. Again, find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Oh, yeah, we We're are. We're on Patreon. We have shirts on TeePublic. Uh, oh, every yeah. now and then, somebody buys, an, like, an Angela sticker or an Angela t-shirt. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they of do. Of course they do. So go there. You know, find us. You can either find us by typing in Good Times Great Movies into Google or whatever search engine you use. Right. Ask Jeeves. Whatever. Um, or sometimes just type in G G T G M cast. That's a G T G M. Boom. Yeah. Depending on where we are, we are listed as one or the other. We're findable though. We're findable. Yep. I'd be actressing. I'm going to be actressing. (laughs) Modeling Uh, (laughs) and actressing. Oh boy. Well, thank you. Thank you for giving me the gift. I'm, well, I'm talking directly to our audience members. I know. Giving us the gift of this uh, of this documentary. Yeah, thank you for yeah. for voting on this. And no, I mean, but seriously. should have voted on garlic, but yeah. still. Now we're going to, because of this, now we are forced to do the garlic as a Patreon episode. But yes. also, thank you for four awesome years, DP. Right. This has been oh. beyond fun. And oh, I, thought, I thought you were thanking our listeners. I thank everyone. I'm just I'm full of gratitude at the end of this. No, no, thank you too. I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I get a little self conscious that this isn't as fun as I think it is. I have for a blast you. with this. No way. Right. Great. No. no. And, and again, thank you, audience, because I don't know if nobody was listening, we probably wouldn't do this for four years. <laughs> I could be wrong. No, I think you might be wrong. I mean, I'm not trying to sway our our members to go away and stop listening, but I feel like we're just glad to be sharing it. I'd still be like, yeah, but someone out there wants to know our thoughts on Link. 
Well, that will be what we're talking about next time. That's but coming at also, you. Also, thank you. Thank you for for just doing this. This is so much fun. I agree. And um, I hope every listener is having as much fun listening to this as we are doing it. Yeah, same here. So here's to another four years. Yeah, I like it. Cheers. Right, everybody, we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Go watch Link. I don't know where you're going to find it. Find it where you can. <laughs> <Christ. laughs> Oh, goodbye. Bye, everybody. You see the golden light burning in the night. Look out the stars are falling. Now they're too lost to control. It's tearing out your soul. It's time to rock the road. So we can stop our dreams. It's a reality. You see the morning light burning for your camper <laughs> you know what i just saw today i just saw that you can um purchase a uh an online video greeting from gary Busey. what oh where he where that's something like, celebrities are doing yes. because they get paid yeah yeah and to do these little like he could yeah. say like hey dp jamie wanted you to know oh i wish i would have done that for you for our anniversary. It's like three hundred seventy-five dollars. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I for don't Busey think that's to just work. be like, uh, "Happy birthday, right. uh, man!" All I have to do is in you know what? watch I'll, that. Go ahead. I'll put this out to our listeners now. Listen, if you want Patreon content and you get Gary Busey oh. to leave us a message, to send us a message to the show. How would they that, do that? You know, and then we'll play it at the beginning of every well, show. For every course, show, yeah. I will then give you all of the bonus content. I'll give you that secret little link to our Patreon. Oh. I don't know who's going to do this. A secret Patreon. But link. there you go. So that is just, I'm just putting it out there. There's your incentive for the Busey. Now, it does have to be very specific, though. He has to make those weird faces to us <laughs> that he made in Silver Bullet to Corey Haim. In that's, the video. That's what I was going to say is I could just, I don't need a greeting from him. I could just watch that he doesn't over need to and say over a word. again. No. <laughs> just make just those faces. weirdo faces. Like, like flirt. I don't know I mean, what he was doing. And then why would you pay for that? You could just watch Silver Bullet. Yeah. But yeah. you know that then he's doing it to you. You know it's 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 very private. Yeah. In that way. Very intimate. Yeah. In the other one, he's looking at Corey Haim. Now you can imagine he's looking right at you. Well, because he is. As yeah. you go up the stairs on your little stair lift. <laughs> uh, guys, go to our Patreon. Silver Bullet's super fun. All right.